You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I can't fabricate it. I am excited, and when I'm no longer excited, it's over. That's just the way she be. Lucky, lucky Jen. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lucky Jen. Always something new. <laughs> when I'm done, I'm done. Always something selfish. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I think we have five days in a row of football, Matt Hamilton, starting tonight. Oh, man. I've been waiting for this moment, but I'm, I don't think I'm ready for football yet now. Like, I wanted football to happen, but... What can we do to get you ready, then? What do we need to do? Crack a Coors Light? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You should grab me one out of our, out of our fridge. All right, I'll get one for you real quick. You, uh, you wax poetic about Coors Light. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I cannot wait. I... Here's the, it's a special day. We're, I'm going to start with my beer for this first hour of Coors Light. It is a very special day today. It's five o'clock somewhere. Hey, what happened to you out, uh, Ryan Wollersheim behind the glass in the Everlight Solar Studio? Josh and Madison chimes in. I don't have my headphones on. Whoa, Wooly. That was a rough read. (laughs) It wasn't a rough read. It was a sports center. I stumbled. I accidentally called Brian Gutekunst, the Packers quarterback, not general manager. Uh, look, look, I've been talking a lot about Jordan Love during my sports centers. I'm glad I got to change it to running back this time around. <laughs> Though I might have said Colts uh, running back of the Packers. I don't know. I, I can't remember. It was it was, it was, was a long time ago, Jim. <laughs> Everything's fine. The best, Everything's fine. The best part is I looked at him when he said it here in the studio, and he just gave me the bird. <laughs> <laughs> look, I made it to the audio clip. We survived. We lived to fight another day. Well, the, and then the best part... Is he makes it to the audio clip, he gives me the bird, and he's waiting there, and I sit down and I'm just kind of like smiling and laughing, and I'm watching him do it, and he's trying to dial in and focus, and he finishes his read and then still gives himself one of those like, oh, not my best effort. So when <laughs> someone calls him out on it, I just it's so good. Well, it no. It's not just me who says you fumble. <laughs> I ra- I oh thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Matt. Being That's, cool under pressure is it not. It's still preseason. You're allowed to fumble. In one week when we start the regular season, no more fumbles out of you, big guy. That's some booty. Look, <laughs> Wooly's got some good traits, and I'm excited to have him as a producer. But being on the spot and like pressure is not. We don't. We don't. Them. We don't need to go into this because this remember, Matt, we had a good laugh when when uh, Will, when uh, Tausher. No, it was Wildy and Nortman didn't show up. No, you on mean time. you mean Nortman oh, yeah. and Wildy. Nortman and, and Wildy. Nortman and Wildy didn't show up on yeah. time for their remote. And it was like a scene out of Wayne's world when Wayne gets stuck on TV by himself. So here's the thing, Ryan, you're so lovable. And that is why we got that soundbite for you to use from Star Wars. Pressure, pressure. No, from Star Wars. Everything's under control, situation normal, and we're fine. We're all fine here. Not who is that from Star Wars, Matt? Who, who, who's that who said that's uh, Harrison fine? Ford? Yeah. I wanted to see somebody else mess up. I want to say it was The Empire Strikes Back, it's second a, film. That's A New Hope. No, that's the fourth one. That film. was A New Hope? Yeah. Yeah, I, prom- oh. I promise. I know this one no, for I a fact. You. I don't, I'm I not going to mess you. up this read. I believe you. It's a, it's a movie-related topic. I got this one on lock. All right, I promise. I believe you. I, you're, you are right, now that I think about it more. You're definitely right. 
You you'll give him that? No, I, I mean he's he nailed it. I'm not going to argue with uh, Wooly on Star Wars. Friend of show, Alec Ingle got paid. He Let's go. signed a three uh, three year extension worth up to seventeen point two million dollars. That's a lot of Coors Light. Yes, highest paid fullback in the AFC. I love that. <laughs> We're like. Running backs are dying away right now. Yet here he is as a fullback getting Meanwhile, paid. Melvin Gordon's on the Ravens would, practice squad. Yeah, there's running backs that would cr- kill for that money. Yeah, maybe should put out. Maybe Melvin put on a little extra weight, get to be a fullback. Maybe that's the way to go there for the running back position. But or Jonathan Taylor. I mean, hard to argue. It's hard so, to argue with that. Football is on tonight, Matt Hamilton. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Matt at the Mountains of Blue, you know what to do? And that's Crush. A Coors Light. All right. And yeah, we got the actual audio. <laughs> we're li- live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. Graham Mertz plays tonight his Gator debut. I did not think he'd end up winning the starting job. With the Gators. And he you think is this now- is one of those, like, they went out and kind of, like, got him in that transfer portal. So he, like, whoever's got him, whoever's running this team or decided that this player needs to be on the Gators, you think this is, like, kind of an ego move? Like, I, I picked him. I, I said that he had it. He has the juice to lead this team. I'll say this. From what I know about the reports that came out of Florida's spring game was that Florida was aggressively pursuing another quarterback after the spring game in the transfer portal and never got one. Now, to be fair, Ah. Tanner Mordecai, Badger quarterback. Currently, he replaced Graham Mertz, who was the quarterback for the Badgers last year, who we're talking about now because he's down in Florida. But Tanner had a a trash uh, (laughs) spring game as well. Now, I'm not here to defend uh, Billy Napier or Graham Mertz, Billy Napier, the head football coach at Florida. It's not Urban Meyer anymore. Matt Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes. Swanley. Or Steve Spurrier. <laughs> so we're just, it's, it's a Graham Mertz is quarterbacking tonight. And I wanted to take the temperature. And I think the success of now the Badgers haven't won any games yet, but the hype and the love and the juice around Luke Fickle has kind of eased any scars we've had from Graham Mertz. He's of a bygone era, Matt Hamilton. He's, yeah. a, he's from an era when like we got we only thought we were allowed to have one capable quarterback. Like we just get one guy, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he was our four star. He's supposed guy. to be capable. He was our, yeah, and he was our four star guy. And if he bombed out, he bombed out. And then th- those are the breaks. You mm-hmm. only get one. You only get I mean, one. You only get one game too. And <laughs> right. we got one pretty awesome. We game did. From we did get one great game. I think that accounted for forty seven percent of his touchdowns at the University of Wisconsin. That one game against Illinois. Uh, obviously, it's a little bit. Over the top, but in general, Graham Mertz done at Wisconsin. Didn't work out. And I think there could have been harder feelings if there was not essentially four Graham Mertz as far as recruiting stars on the Badger roster right now at quarterback. So the Badgers have moved on. Paul Christ, uh, according to a podcast, Late Kick with Josh Pate on CBS Sports, indicated that he misused Mertz during his time at Wisconsin. That Paul's taken ownership of not putting Mertz in a position to succeed. So I don't want to ask right now, do you think Graham Mertz will be good or not? Because we're just guessing. No idea. He has the talent. I don't know if he has it between the ears. But he has the talent. And, and he's I got would, VR. So he's been probably learning the playbook that's, that's right. in Florida. That's right. 
<laughs> it's got a lot more than that. Just a lot more than just that down in Florida. I promise. <laughs> more than VR. They got some of that. Uh, they got some of that. What is it? The uh, what's the restorative uh, restorative clinics this they call good. them? This is good. But, you know, we... yeah, yeah, I, I got it. We're, we're working what, 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 on it. restorative <laughs> clinics. This is gonna be my we, next revive restoration. Revive no, restoration no, no. is in Madison, Wisconsin. No, those like uh, fountain of youth type uh, places. Cryogenics. You know? Cryogenics. Sure. Yeah, one of those places. Maybe he can uh, cryogenically <laughs> repair some... his career. I don't know. <laughs> gonna s- grow him a new arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Connect. There was never a problem with his arm. It was his decision making. New heart. The problem. He needs a new heart. No, no. He had he had a big heart. He had a big heart. Just not the not the best. Uh, new brain. New brain. Is that uh, what you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Like a matrix. They have like a matrix thing down there. Just kind of. <laughs> I can play quarterback now. <laughs> they just <laughs> insert it into his brain. Yeah, oh, maybe. I know karate. Right. Thank you. Finally got my matrix reference there. But I'm asking you eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Are you rooting for Graham Mertz to have success? At Florida. 844 mm. I'm not asking if you're rooting against him. I'm asking, are you rooting for him? And that'll be our first Iron Jack poll question. Are you rooting for Graham Mertz to have success? A positive, Jim, today. Yeah, no, I, I, I like it. I'm a little surprised. Um, wait, wait. So I did just put the Iron Jack poll on oh, the field. Geez. I was told, pre-show, are you rooting for or against Graham Mertz? <laughs> That's what I was told how to write this wow. poll. All right, well, you ruined it again. Well, I didn't ruin it. It's not ruined. Did you I mean, just you, post it? I, I literally just po- yes. Right, but I literally just said out I loud. Said, I said it as you were saying. I'm not asking yeah, if you're rooting against it. He had it prepared. That's as I clicked the button. Which is good. Is he had it prepared. And okay. then when we brought it up, he hit send before he let you finish. Well, the first vote was against. So I, I, apparently Badger <laughs> fans, you know, we gave them an option and they bid on it. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Are you a hater? Or are, are you, you a gator? <laughs> there you go. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Right now, seventy one percent of you say not a fan. Hater, haterade, hater or gator? I. That's good. Um. Uh, Ryan and Madison chimes in. Graham Mertz is like the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. If I only had a brain. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I there's could a still wizard be there. the quarterback for the Wisconsin Badgers <laughs> if I only had a brain. That's really mean. Yeah, Wisconsin's yeah. not even a state school. Not even. <laughs> um, I think. Aww, thank you. I'm not gonna root like against him. I don't want him to have like glowing success. Like if he went down there and was fantastic, it would. It would honestly it would tarnish my opinion of Paul Chris more. Not Could it be more tarnished? What opinion do you have of Paul Chris, Matt Hamilton? Well, I thought he was just a little bit old school, and that was kind of just old school. It wasn't fitting what the Badgers are doing anymore. It wasn't winning games anymore, so we're moving on. So it, it was more of just like I kind of just thought he was a little stuck in his ways. Old. Like that's the, the uh, operative word there for you. Sure. Okay. You don't he like was old. a little, he was a little old. He wasn't innovative. But that said, like, good. coaches, they – they not only are they like molding these college kids, they're giving them opportunities and their like their 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 platform to get onto that next level potentially. Because obviously, not everyone's going to go there. I'm sure there's been very talented people that just got put in the wrong situation and never got a bite at that apple. You know what I'm saying? So like, if he had glowing success down there, I would I would honestly feel bad for Graham Mertz and. 
kind of think a little bit less of Paul Chris because of how you maybe wasted a talent. 844-770-3776. Are you rooting for or against Graham Mertz at the University of Florida? Rip and Rona chimes in. Are you rooting more for Mertz or for Jack Cohen when he went to Notre Dame? Cohen for sure for him. I was I was cheering for Cohen because I thought he got the short end of the stick. I just I didn't because that season we played them in like game four. I think we uh Neutral field, maybe Soldier Field. I think it, it was. was Soldier Field. Yeah, yeah. So oh, this guy, I was there. I was. I, no, I, I meant this guy, oh, not yeah, you. This oh, guy, yeah, that guy. <laughs> pulled that one out of the hat. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Here's Matt digging in his memories. Uh, <laughs> got so, one. A little more random than that. It's more like a fishing pole. <laughs> Did I get it? They were showing highlights of the game on TV. That's why Matt. Yeah, remembered. they were just on. Um, no, but like that guy, I feel like got the short end of a stick. Graham Mertz. For all we are no, or at least as far as the presumptions we're under, is that he didn't play well under a fairly run-first, simple scheme. Now, again, if he thrives down in Florida, it just shows me that he was not in the right situation here in Wisconsin. If he ends up going down there and is a dud, he was just overrated as a high schooler. And that's fine. And I that wouldn't... That would be a lot easier for me to swallow. You know what I mean? I could get behind, hey, sometimes players are overrated and they just don't end up panning out. I guess if that worked, that I guess maybe I am rooting against him. Now that we talk it through. That's what I'm saying. That, now like, that we talk it through, I think I'm a hater. Screw that guy. <laughs> yeah. Graham Mertz, I hope he throws three picks tonight. <laughs> no, I don't actually. Well, because here's the thing. In theory, he could have stayed here. He would have been the fourth stringer <laughs> if he stuck around, I feel like. Or it's just, does this look bad on Fickle at all? I don't think it If w- Mertz leaves? No, I think Mertz Like was, you didn't bend over backwards to keep a guy around? I, I just don't think... I think when it comes to the player portal, since I literally have no idea what I'm talking about because I've never been in the player portal, I feel like you, you have a bond it's with a coach. Wild, man. If the coach leaves... There's you there, that he's your, he was like your guarantee. He was the guy who brought you in. So when you have a new guy, mm-hmm. I do not blame anyone for leaving because maybe that high standing, maybe that little extra, you maybe something you had with that coach that's gone. It's purely off what you can earn with the new coach. Slash hoping that they didn't bring a guy in that's their guy that's in your position. So I don't think Graham Mertz would have had the starting role. I think Fickle would have found someone who was interested in. Wisconsin and Fickle would have gone with his guy. I don't think he necessarily just transfers. Well, Paul Chris thought he was good and Paul Chris was okay at football, so we'll just go ahead and let this guy cook. We'll start with my guy next year. Like that was never gonna happen. So Graham Mertz made the right move. Right, but he moved twice, if you remember. Did well, he, he yeah, he tried to go to like Kansas or Kentucky or something, right? Was it I think there were Kansas. initial connection. He never actually committed to go to Kansas though. he was inter- like there was a lot of mutual interest there, but it never materialized. There was rumors he was gonna go to Kentucky at one point. When you're in the transfer portal, especially this past transfer portal offseason, like there's a lot of rumors, guys maybe going somewhere, but a lot of it depends on quarterback moves elsewhere and who teams can get you know, who's their first priority, who's their second priority. It's, I mean, it's free agency at the end of the day. So I think, I believe I remember that the Badgers ended up picking up their own quarterback in the transfer portal, their first quarterback, Nick Evers. I believe it was just after Graham entered the transfer portal himself. So I think Matt's right. It's just, it was pretty clear from the get-go that once Fickle came in, there was probably not going to be a spot for Mertz anymore. So him leaving, 
you know, obviously he could have tried to stay and fight for a position, but it would have been a, a fruitless venture battle. for him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Speaking of uphill battles, Nick Evers, I think number four on the depth chart right now for the oh, yeah. quarterback position. Again, that speaks to what Fickle has created here as far as recruiting at the University of Wisconsin. We're going to talk to a former Badger student. I know it'll mislead here. There's been some misnomers around the office. Evan Cohen will be joining us around 3.30 today. And he's going to talk to us about his new morning show. Here on ESPN Madison, that starts uh, that's on Tuesday, and yeah, uh, and his his time here. You can talk about his glory days at the University of Wisconsin. He was here during Barry Alvarez's run here at the University of Wisconsin. So we'll talk to him a little bit later. This is Rutledge Bring and Hamilton. Old Jim, uh, yeah, more olds for the show, Ryan. Us young guys holding it down. Us young guys, Matt. <laughs> Come on, you, we all know you're the oldest guy on the show here. <laughs> oh, get out of here, Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Eddie Money reminding you that Matt Hamilton... And me, Jim Rutledge, will take you home every night starting September 11th from 4 until 6 o'clock. Rutledge and Hamilton moving to drive time. Still presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. Get into the show. 844-770-3776. We are Tell asking why you. you want Graham Merce to succeed tonight. All right. 844-770-3776. Tell us why you want Graham Merce to succeed tonight. Our first Iron Jack poll question, will you be rooting for or against former Badger Graham Mertz with the Florida Gators this season? 61% of you say no ill will. You're rooting for him. So 40% say against. Nice. We got some Gators and we got some haters. So there you go. We're, we're balancing out. Brett in, New- Brett in Eau Claire chiming in apparently did not listen yesterday. So if Ryan is our new producer... What uh, did we do with Alex Strofe? We sent him to live on a farm. Sent him down to the Triple A's. He's he's getting some work done in the Triple A's, and maybe we'll bring him back up. But for right now, we had to bring in the lefty and Ryan. Bring in the reliever. Job, yeah. (laughs) No, Strofe's off living with. Strophy, right at the farm. Yeah, it wasn't at the uh, with Daryl and Deerfield, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we didn't put him down. We sent him to the farm. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not dead. He's at the farm. God, he, he's just see. running around with all the other burnt out producers. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Now, Alex, uh, you probably noticed for a while now, has been kind of uh, filling extraordinaire and across our ESPN Wisconsin shows. He's got some exciting news to share uh, with more shows he'll be doing uh, around you know game days coming up. He'll share that news with you soon. But also, uh, he is now, we do not have a name for it yet in class, classic Alex Stroh fashion, but he will have a show. Uh, three days a week, a digital-only show that you can watch on YouTube that you'll be able to obviously podcast as well. So he'll get an opportunity to do his own thing. Yeah. And we got. And if you want to catch Ryan. his announcement, you can listen back. Wisconsin On Demand, Spotify, Apple. Apple, wherever you find great podcasts. That's brought to you by our friends at Revive Restoration. Yesterday, the first hour, Strophy kind of broke that down for us. So if you want to listen to Strophe's example from the – 
from the horse's mouth, as we say, or from the baby cow's mouth, Alex Strofe, as we say here on the show. You can check that out if Matt, you want. That was you had it for you were really you had it for a second there. Like you were do I was like, look at this guy. Whoa. You you kind of you fell off the bull at the end. That's fine. But it was good. I've been listening that's to the, Ryan lately, do sports the, <laughs> so you know that's right the, at the end is when I tend to drop the ball. That's hey. the farthest I've seen you get though, Matt. I'm proud of you. Like for a second I'm like, this guy might be able to do it. We're coming along Here's one year in and I can almost do radio stuff. You are you were a pilot, then you had to take off but not land the plane. So you took off, you were cruising, you've actually got to good altitude then, and then you're like, yeah. I don't I don't know what to do now. I don't know. I'm just gonna crash it. <laughs> got got to the ground. Okay, yes. We got back to we're where we were to the ground. To go. We're, we're, we're going there. fast. <laughs> Matt just parachutes out of the plane is all it is. Mm-hmm. He parachutes right out of his library. Yeah, I just abandoned ship on that one. <laughs> Daniel Sloth chimes in with we're just doing. Where's Josh going? He's going to the same farm that we sent Alex Schmidt to. <laughs> Tavagio's going to the yeah, same farm. It's where the producers run around and play all day, and they can talk, give off their other crazy sports takes to each other all day. Yeah. They're just on the farm. <laughs> Don't worry about where they're at. What Ryan you need to know is from four to six, <laughs> Rollage and Hamilton will be taking you home. <laughs> Ryan will end up at that farm someday too. Yeah. <laughs> We go through them fast. <laughs> Just burn through producers. Producers are people too, guys. Yeah, producers right. are like running backs of the radio world. <laughs> you are replaceable. <laughs> You've got a couple good years when you're young, and then we'll move on to the next young buck before you ask for that second contract. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go and try to ask for a raise and just be escorted right out the door. Yeah, right? <laughs> you are not getting your fifth-year option, friend. <laughs> And you are not Jonathan Taylor, so I wouldn't try and hold out on us. <laughs> hold out, you get sent to the farm early is what happens. <laughs> wow. All right, well, I'll let somebody else come in and step in and produce the rest of the show today. You guys can play without a running back, I guess. Be fine. The rest of the Spread NFL offense. does it. Spread we'll offense, s- like the Badgers. <laughs> yeah. Sling the pill. Uh, Daniel Sloth, I honestly do not know uh, if Josh is producing the KBN show, but I know that Josh is going to be around and like part of Good Karma and part of ESPN Wisconsin I just don't know uh, who's producing that show yeah, oh my gosh sure uh, now Darren Deerfield is chiming in is ESPN Madison paying me uh, room and board for Alex and Josh <laughs> <laughs> we thought the gift was Alex and Josh put him to work put yeah. him to work Daryl Here's the thing. They might not be good at producers, as producers anymore, but they still got strong backs. They right. can help you out on the They farm. might not be able to handle <laughs> the low, low bar of producers, and so that means they sure as hell can't be farmers, but whatever. Yeah. like they can, they can sweep up cow dung all <laughs> yeah, day. I think, I think they can handle that. Stroke can handle that. Yeah. Ryan, something to look forward to. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah, this is just a glowing endorsement of <laughs> yeah. my career. Hashtag creatures. goals. Yeah. Hashtag goals. In case of trophies. You and cow dung all day. He's going to be <laughs> shoveling it all day. Josh is asking, uh, Josh and Madison is asking, is, uh, no, Josh and Madison is asking, what am I doing? No, I don't know, Josh. No, Josh and Madison is asking, is Wooly pulling a hold in right now? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just sabotaging the show during my sports centers, is all. <laughs> <laughs> trying to bring trying to bring down everything, just trying to, yeah. pulling a TJ Hawkinson. What is it he did? He said he had back and ear infection. I just have a infection in the mouth during my sports centers. <laughs> You Ew. should get that looked at. <laughs> no. <laughs> bad producer. Look, it's what it just it happens, guys. All right? I feel bad. Yeah, I'm share glad there's glass between us. I was just feel bad. I was going to share that microphone with you. Who's coming in to produce later? No one anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, there goes the backup. Yeah, you will, you will not be hearing Scouser and Bruss from. Quick way to the today. farm here. Just a little heads up. Quick way to the farm is yeah. uh, mouth infections. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just like back on the Oregon Trail days, boys. You would know something about oh, that, Matt. My. Right? Some back back in the uh, olden times. <laughs> yeah, you know something about it. You ain't going to the go to the farm. We're gonna send you to the glue factory. <laughs> the shot factory. <laughs> Daniel Sloth chimes in. I uh, just wanted to send his daily reminder to you, Matt Hamilton, that oh. our show starts at 4 o'clock Saturday night, September 11th. I do appreciate that. <laughs> I do actually appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, you guys might think it's funny and it's a bit. It helps. What <laughs> the if more Maddich, reminders I can get, the better. What if Matt had shown up to the office today at 3.30 being like, show starts at 4 now, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that Most likely that would happen on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. next week is next when that's going to happen. That's true. <laughs> or he was going to come in on Monday. I was going to show up on Monday, actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Matt shows up Monday at 4 o'clock. What, what's going on here? What the hardest working man on radio. <laughs> Matt Hamilton. <laughs> The uh, if I had my druthers, we'd start on Tuesday because it is a weird like now we got like a four day week and the whole thing. But yeah, we don't make any decisions here. No, nope. they barely acknowledged it. I definitely don't make any decisions here. Well, clearly, except for when to send the uh, uh, producers to the farm. Yeah, when to send the producers <laughs> to the farm and when we need more Coors Light for the beer fridge in the studio. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Go ahead and ask us more random questions about people's yeah. jobs here at ESPN Madison. We'll tell you what we can. Yeah. Don't ask us for the address <laughs> to the farm. Yes. <laughs> you cannot go visit Strove and Josh. Matt's going to go grab his glue gun out of the fridge next. Oh Take my a shot God. at me. More shots. <laughs> the glue He's... gun is called X-Producers. <laughs> <laughs> Sadler of Pat McAfee's show chimes in. Graham Mertz is a modern-day version of Florida Jim. The only difference is Graham can beat Jim up in a push-up contest. False, because I work out at Carbon World Health, which means I've worked with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez to get in the best shape of my life, including taking the only FDA-approved weight loss treatment out there, which is semi-glutide. You drop fat, not muscle. It inspires you to work out more. You can get the weight loss goals you've been looking for with Carbon World Health. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I should be dancing, pain away, pain away. We have a new nomination on who to send to the producer farm. <laughs> Josh and Madison chimes in. The real question is, how is Jesse Nelson not at the farm? at the farm like every weekend. That's why he's never on Woolly and Tosh. What are we talking and about? And every Wednesday. And every Wednesday with his puppy. One surefire way to get to the farm is uh, don't show up. I, I just look at Jesse. He's like the fullback of producers and Wildy and Tausch is the San Francisco 49ers of radio shows. I thought you were saying like the Frank Gore, just worn down old producer that's somehow still around if you did the running back comp. No, I mean... Yeah, he has been around for a while. He's got some, you know, he's he's seen some shows, but I also think that Jesse has shown his value to Wildy and Tausch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think he does some of the stuff behind the scenes where when he gets ragged on on the air, that's really just like all of it. It's not just the tip of the iceberg. I think they just bring out everything Jesse drops on on the show. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light and Matt. 
I want to say we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio, and you can chime in on this question as well. 844-770-3776. We do have the first question up about Mr. Graham Mertz, now the quarterback for Florida, former Badger quarterback. We are asking you, will you be rooting for or against Graham Mertz with the Gators <laughs> this season? 63% of you say four. No ill will. So cooler heads are prevailing. But I want to ask this, Matt Hamilton. Not as a football player, but as a entity, a personality, a force in the locker room. What uh, on a scale of one to ten, where do you put Rashawn Gary's presence with the Green Bay Packers? Interesting. <clears throat> so, honestly, I, I Rashawn Gary doesn't necessarily strike me as a huge. I don't want to say he's not a culture guy because the guy, I think he's like a lead by example guy. I think he works his butt off when healthy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's a, a, one of my favorite followers on Instagram because he does a lot of videos of his like training and fitness, and all of it's built around speed and like keep maintaining the speed and getting faster and more agile. It's, he's really fun to watch. And I think that kind of like work ethic and drive can be inspiring, but I don't know. He's not like the locker room guy like Jamal Williams was or or that where I think like they're they're in everyone's ear, they're trying to pump people up. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um I I don't know where I would put Rashawn Gary's locker room guy. I think he's like pretty standard, maybe right in the middle. Like I think he's looked at as a veteran, but I don't think he's like a vocal veteran. So uh, I want to follow back up with that. Daniel Sloth chimes in with contradicting points. I'm rooting for Graham, but to fail. So actually, never mind. He's rooting, he's rooting for Graham uh, <laughs> to fail. Not contradicting points. That was pretty straightforward. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to win for how bad he was uh, for us. <laughs> That's pretty savage. I love it, though. I love the, the fire. <laughs> That's pretty savage. Coming in with heat. <laughs> I am rooting for Graham Mertz. To fail. You're like, I'm, I'm rooting for you to fail, you yeah. loser. <laughs> for a guy named Daniel the Sloth, he's really getting on Graham Mertz about his work ethic, of all things. Being a slow sloth, doesn't want to do Is anything. that what the... Because it says... I, is that his nickname? Is that his last name? I did not give Daniel the Sloth... The, or It just says Daniel Sloth, I suppose. Part of your job, if you don't you want to stay away from the farm, is to figure out uh, Strofe's... System naming here. system? Yeah. yeah, I'll have to get my phone connection I mean, we down have the how many Rutledge is an idiot guy? There's like the seven eight, of them. Yeah, seven or eight of them. That's fine. <laughs> I say some. I don't know. Uh, Wallershaw might be one of those. Uh, <laughs> burner. I burner mean, account. one of my burner accounts for sure, but. <laughs> Judgmental Jim. So, Rashawn Gary. And I, I got a good insight, Matt, so I'm glad you shared it with me, into like what you value or what you could kind of see as a leader, which uh-huh. you kind of described, not surprisingly, right? I mean, we're not going to himself as a leader you know like and i don't mean this in a bad way that you described it in a way of jamal williams or other players who are very vocal leading with obviously by example they're they're clearly leaders but i think there's two types of leaders maybe more but there's the the clear like vocal rah-rah i'm going to matt hamilton type leader right jamal williams type leader you could bobby portis type leader leaders who are leading by their actions uh, that are expressive with their words, with their body language, bringing energy, all of that. The vibe I picked up on um, Rashawn Gary is that he might be the most important 
member of the Green Bay Packers as far as setting a tone for that team. Unquestionably on the defense. Yeah. But from what I've listened to and read about Gary and what he means to come back, it's more than the pressures. It's more than the sacks, which are important, both those things. It's he brought an edge through his quiet intensity that the defense missed more than anything else that he brought to the football field when he was gone. Like, yes, you needed the pressures and you needed the sacks, but even if he wasn't doing those things, he brought an intensity and heat and work ethic to every single practice and game that wasn't there when he went down last year. Like an X factor. Yes. So I want to ask this question. Is Rashawn Gary the most important Packer for the team's success this year? Ooh. Most important or most important other than Jordan Love? No. Just I'm saying that if Rashawn, if Rashawn Gary went out and had a T.J. Watt type year and just, it might start slow, but finishes up high double, you know, 15 to 20 yeah, sacks. 15, and yeah. it's just a wrecker out there. Because I think this team only needs Jordan Love to be average if the defense is top eight. If the defense can be great, Jordan Love just has to be a game manager. Exactly. Yeah. And it can't go the other way. I don't think Jordan Love's winning a lot of games if he has to win you those games. I think Jordan Love, at least early... I mean, Rodgers couldn't do it in his his first year as a starter. Let's not put that on Jordan Love thinking that he's going to be able to win these one-score games. And let's be honest. Most quarterbacks in the NFL, and maybe even including Aaron Rodgers last year with Green Bay, most quarterbacks in the NFL are quarterbacks who cannot consistently go out and win you a football game. They can go out and make plays to keep you in football games and play complimentary football with their defense. And the most likely best-case scenario for someone like Jordan Love or most quarterbacks is there's someone along those lines. It's Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones, somewhere in this window of quarterbacks who are... Even if you're better than that, if that's all you have to do, that's amazing. Right. That's what a defense can do for you. So even if you do have that next level, it, it doesn't have to be there all the time every play. 844-770-3776. Is Rashawn Gary the most important Packer for this team's success this year. Ooh, see, I had Gary in the top three or four players on the Packers. I know. Look, you for were, sure. You've like, been leading that since bef- when you were a guest on, he was, on the yeah. jump around. You yeah. were leading this Rashawn Gary train here. So. I'm a Rashawn Gary truther for yes. sure. But the most important Packer, uh, you might have convinced me he was on the defense because I, Jair, obviously. And I'm sure you know. There's going to be people that argue it's Jair. Jair is that vocal leader. Jair's the one who goes out there and will get in your ear when you do something great. Will get in your ear if you do something wrong. Uh, I think he is, but I also think he's one of those guys who's just kind of like, let me do my thing. Like, not necessarily. I'm not saying he's not a team guy, but when he's out there, it's the nature of the he's position. He's putting people on Jair Island, yep. and it's Jair versus the the guy. He's not going to necessarily totally take over the energy of a, of a defense. But Rashawn Gary, on the other hand, he gets in there for a sack and then maybe gets a blocked pass or a pressure on first and second down. That defense is buzzing. Right. Well, forget, like, forget even the buzz part of it. It is not just leadership. I mean, but if he does that, that affects the entire defense. 100%. Now, obviously Jair, but the Jair Island, the Rebus Island, works for a lot of purposes. That They're on an island. Like Jair Alexander could shut down one wide receiver. If the pass rush is, in get, is not getting there, then someone else is going to get open. Yeah. And then, so whatever Jair does is not as important. And it affects 
It has an effect on his teammates, but I think a great pass rusher has a larger effect on the overall defense than a great corner. Now they yeah, have both. Yeah, no, no, totally. So and I'm that's with why you on Rashawn. Part of my yeah. head was like, Jair's the most, uh, what, what would I say, popular player on the defense, maybe? Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be most important. I think you definitely talked me into Rashawn Gary, most important defensive player. I do think Jordan Love is going to. Here's the thing. If we think average is just like what his floor is, then I agree with you. Rashawn Gary is definitely the most important player of the team. The thing is, we don't, we still don't know what Jordan Love is. He had a fine preseason. Well, let's remember, it's preseason. He could still potentially not be good. Where, again, we come back to it all the time. Quarterback's the most important position. If... If Love is the game manager or better that we all think he can be, or a lot of people do, and especially the Packers do, then I think Rashawn Gary's the most important. But if Love struggles in any fashion, it doesn't matter how good Rashawn Gary's going to be. Packers are not going to be able to get it done. If the Packers are going to win football games, I think they got to keep teams under 20 points. And if yes. that's going to happen, that's Rashawn Gary. That's true. And so that's how it goes. You do not want to be in a situation. And yes, we still don't know everything about Jordan Love. But I think in your heart of heart, Packer fans, you know that you do not want to be in a situation where Jordan Love has to be in eight or nine one-score games. Yeah. Because two-minute drills to Look at Aaron Rodgers, look at a lot tie. of quarterbacks out there. They don't win those one-score games the first couple of years if the defense is not bowling up and making plays. So I think ideally you're putting this team in a position where Jordan Love and his offense has to be average and the defense is... Has to be borderline elite. Yeah, top, Very good. Top five defense wins you the division. I say if you're in the top five in the in the league, you're considered an elite defense for that year. So. Yeah, I'll give you that. I think if they're top ten, the Packers have a really great shot at making the playoffs. But if the Packers are not in the top ten in defense, I don't know if the offense has the depth because injuries are going to happen or the firepower to get the Packers to like a, a like a confident playoff if the Packers defense is not a top 10 team. This offense is there's too many question marks for me to confidently say the defense can just be a top half defense and they'll be fine. Rashawn Gary, what number is he 56? What number is Rashawn Gary? Uh he is 52. 52. They, yeah. they gave 52. him Clay Matthews number. Yeah. All righty. So, just like yesterday they're going to make life hard for uh, Ryan Wolersheim, mm-hmm. caller number five and caller number two. In that order. <laughs> 844-770-3776. Caller number five and caller number two are going to win a case combined now. You're going to get 12 Badger Clubs, which is a amber red lager brewed by Wisconsin Brewing Company. It is malty, easy drinking beer. It is amazing. Absolutely love it. It's a great time of year for it. And then a new beer to my flavor palette, the Lil Louie. It goes down easier than it is to say. That I would recommend drinking them both. They are the Lil Louie, I would say, good for like an afternoon drink. And then the Badger Club around the campfire. But we're going to give away 24. So a case total of those two beers combined to call a number Five eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Say goodnight if you never wake up.
So Ryan, are you going to make it to Dungeons and Dragons League tomorrow? So I wear a tucked in shirt like a professional to work one day. Collar, everything, my Iron Jack ESPN Madison polo for the first time and I'm just going to get made fun of? I, I thought I would be lauded for my commitment to the company, for my know. commitment I, to ESPN Madison. I just rolled my die and it said, you are a nerd. <laughs> if I wasn't wearing the glasses, this wouldn't be happening. I know I just, I know for a fact this wouldn't be happening. I wouldn't look like I, I've been reading during the I break. I don't know what it is, Ryan. I don't know if it's the super thin shoulders or if it's the tuck Can you put yourself on the stream, please? Yeah, I bet I am, I'm on the stream. I promise. I don't all know right. if you're here to sell insurance or do my taxes. I'm here to tell you about our Lord and Savior, all right, Jim? Oh, it's funny you bring up my shoulders. One of our teammates, Adol. Ryan Warshaw of Latter day Saints. <laughs> Hello, my uh, name is Ryan Price. <laughs> Ryan Price. Price. It's from uh, the Book of Mormon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I, I don't go and watch plays because I'm not a nerd like Matt Hamilton. Fair, fair. I'll read uh, about it on Wikipedia later. <laughs> You're the worst. You're just. I I just try to dress up one day. I, all right, I'm I'm coming in tomorrow. I'm wearing sweatpants. It's, 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 Ryan, I don't know what we it is. We did tell him to dress up. We did. And he looked, yes. Yes. Why? I was told we were taking photos. This question. You look so professional. We can, we can ask this of Evan Cohen as well uh, when he joins us in a little bit. Why is it that producers cannot dress themselves <laughs> ever? <laughs> They're always. No, I think Ryan's right. It might just be the glasses. <laughs> but like Alex Strofe. What was his? He had a couple fashion full pause trying to get ready for a wedding. Oh yeah, because he was gonna wear like black pants with a navy coat or something. Yes, like, yeah. You gotta have a seriously like, good look to be able to pull here's that the thing. off. Every producer, at least in the state of Wisconsin, always looks like they're swimming in Cole's cash. The Kirk Cousins of producers. Why do all polo? It's not flannel. It's not a flannel polo. You look like Kirk Cousins. This is oh. the amount of strays that I'm taking just for trying oh, to actually put in effort. These are Here's direct. the thing. You are an elite show manager, and that is why we keep you around. He gives off str- you know, like in Minnesota. Wow. He gives off strong McDaniel vibes from the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> With the tucked in polo. I'll take Mike McDaniel. It's like cool That's- nerd. It's not like you're nerd nerd. It's like cool nerd. I'm alpha nerd. Alpha nerd. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Alpha nerd Ryan Wollersheim running the ones and twos. This is Rollins and Hamilton. Oh my. Yeah. I think we. I cannot wait. I think Alpha Nerd is your new. Is that okay? Uh, that's not my nickname. That's the, okay. the nickname for the coach at uh, at Missouri, Eli Drinkowitz. I was, okay. told. I was actually told earlier we can't today. Can borrow I, it for you? I was told earlier today I looked like a graduate assistant on a college football yeah, team. With the, head, with the headphones on too? The headset. Oh my gosh. If we could just get rid of the microphone and give him like the, headset, the, the yeah. headset mouthpiece. Yeah. Oh my. Give him a clipboard. But <laughs> Matt, just as an aside. Think of every producer that okay. you've ever had or you've seen or met at ESPN Wisconsin. Okay. None of them can dress themselves. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, no, all due fair. respect to DiMaggio, all due respect to, well, no respect to Jesse Nelson, but like... Jesse yeah. looks like every single day he's going to some different ball game. He's Bobby Hill. <laughs> like, if you don't know what... Bobby Hill. If you don't know what Jesse Shut Nelson up, Jesse. looks like... <laughs> 
He's Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. Oh, my god! He's a grown-up version of Bobby Matt. Hill from King of the Hill. If he had a the buzz wa- cut, it would be spot on. He used to, which is more. But like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the, the whole outfit is, it, that's it. I just, oh, I just looked dude, up a photo wanna, of Bobby Hill. I want to oh. take a photo with Jesse no. and then do a side-by-side for our show. Wollersheim gives off strong, like, Napoleon Dynamite vibes with the tucked-in shirt and the skinniness. Like, <laughs> like, there's like a tall, lanky, skinny, tucked-in no, vibe no, to Wolfsheim. Wolfsheim, You know, the, uh, that movie that recently came out, Shazam. Shazam, yeah, yeah. You're like the kid before he turns into Shazam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the nerdy. Like, well, yeah, but Heart of Gold. And heart of Gold. You got like the right idea. You, you're in the, your head's in the right place. It, it's just more of an appearance thing. Okay. So that that's where I'm putting you're just like that lovable nerd. I mean I can't, Alpha nerd, dude. I think it's good. I think that's right. Alpha alpha nerd, alpha graduate assistant. I don't know. Yeah, something along those lines. Student. Here's the, the thing, you don't look bad. You just are putting out a vibe, bro. Ryan and Madison okay. chimes in. <laughs> if there are not actual turntables in the producer's room, you can't say he's on the ones and twos. Fair. Hey, it's kind but of But he's on Mike's that's one a radio and two. thing, right? We can say that. I don't say that. You say that. Well, yeah, but I heard radio people say it. Okay. I'm, look, I'm not the one who's holding you up on it. He could be on the ones and twos like Mike one and two. He's turning them on and all. Yeah. 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 The, the ones and twos thing, I think, is for actual like music DJs, radio DJs. Yeah, but, That's you where know, that comes from. You're having fun. Oh yeah, yeah. This, a good time. Oh, this is so much fun. No, this has been great. I've <laughs> loved the first hour of the show today, guys. It's been the best let time. Let us tell you. Let us tell you more about how ridiculous you look, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this is this is perfect. Thank you. You know what? You may dress like a loser, but you can go be a winner at Ho Chunk Gaming Madison because <laughs> that's wow. where winners go. Go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Uh, nearly twelve million dollars in jackpots at Ho Chunk Gaming Madison in July alone. Go win. You can go win yourself a new wardrobe. Hey, look, look, go win look. yourself a bunch of money and Ryan will do your accounting. <laughs> or, you, <laughs> or even if I lose, I get to lose my shirt. So it's perfect. That way I won't look so dorky. Win win. <laughs> go be a winner. Go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Oh, man. We got Evan Cohen coming up in a little bit. New morning show with Canty Cohen and Smallman. That starts on Tuesday. Evan will join us, a Madison graduate. And I want to still. Let's check in quick on the Iron Jack poll question because despite Ryan Wollersheim and his weird lack of style, at least he's got the saving grace that it is a Iron Jack polo. Yeah, that's true. With what is the, the ESPN Madison logo? What is the lack of style? I wore khakis. I'm not, I'm not like it's not like I came in wearing no, pleated the jeans. In, the tucked in shirt was threw me off. That's all. Is the tucked in shirt? The, the khakis with the belt and a tucked in shirt gives off strong assistant coach vibes. Like, yeah, he is like you are giving off vibes of like you're coaching yeah. a high school game tonight. <laughs> For the prep mania stream, I'm no longer just recording or, the games. Or the you are if you, that shirt was blue, it looked like you're going to work at a big box electronics store. Are if you that going shirt to the game was tonight? red, you'd be looking Not like you're going tomorrow. to a big box department store. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if it was red, yeah. So I just look like Steve Carell and 40-year-old virgin. That That's what you're trying How to say you? to me. Uh, 24. 24-year-old virgin. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now that we finally got there. It took you only all of nine minutes to get to the 24-year-old virgin that you were looking for. Hey, now. I'm uh, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're on the other side. Just roll it to the Hamilton. It's <laughs> in my Coors Light. <laughs>